Having a good time, John, Josh, and Alex. Trenchant analysis, John, Josh, and Alex. Good, good friends, John, Josh, and Alex. The final fantasy. Final Fantasy Podcast. Wow, that was loud and long. Yeah. That's the way I like to describe myself. Uh, I'm. <laughs> this is the Final Fantasy Podcast. I am your host, John. With me, as always, my two little fantasy buddies. We got Alex. How you doing, pal? Doing great, John. Glad good to, to see hear. you. Glad to hear. Good to see you too, pal. And we got Josh. Josh, how you doing, buddy? I'm good, John. Thanks for having me back. It's really good to have you back. Um, you've been on every episode. Well, have you ever missed one? Yeah, I think you've missed one episode yeah, I think I've missed one. in the time because you're a you know, bad friend or whatever, and uh, scheduling. I like how I'm saying this about you and Alex. It's, I think Alex has missed like three or I've never missed one. Mm, I don't know. I don't know Not about that. that. Uh, but yeah, guys, we're back. Um, anything uh, Anything exciting happened in the last week uh, that you guys want to uh, tell to your adoring fans? Did anything exciting happen in the last week? Yeah, did you do anything fun? Did you, no. have, did you get some sun? <laughs> I just, yeah, helped a bunch of people move, and uh, yeah. That's not fun. I'm very tired. Was it fun? It wasn't fun at all. It sounds fun. I mean, normally moving is so much fun, but this, for some reason, this one wasn't fun. Yeah. Fun things are fun. I know. Sometimes fun things are fun, sometimes they're not. Josh, uh, Josh, how about you? Do you got anything non-football related, or just only football for you? No, you know, I've been following this whole uh, Live Golf PGA Tour snafu pretty closely, but we won't get into that. Well, well, yeah, guys, uh, today we have uh, um, a game on today, actually. Uh, The Hall of Fame game is on today. Uh, Jaguars and the Raiders. Um, By the looks of things, uh, there's been some some rain delays uh, or some weather delays. Yeah, so um, that's not happening. Can't wait to get into that action. Yeah, I know, right? I mean, we could have it on right now, but I'm worried about changing it. I mean, I guess Alex reached over and turned the volume down on the television so it didn't blast uh, uh, everyone. I know what you're saying. that Like, I turned it up. No, 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 no. It would need to be turned down. Yeah. It would need to be turned way, way down. Um, But, yeah, no. Uh... Thoughts on the Hall of Fame game, Josh? I know you love Canton, Ohio. It's your favorite town. Your yeah. second favorite town in Ohio? No, I summer there. Um, no, I, I forgot it was tonight, so that probably tells you as much as you need to know about how excited I am for it. But, yeah, you sound uh, incredibly... I'll probably watch a little bit of it uh, when I get home. Yeah. Yeah. Not if I keep you longer than that. Yeah. Uh, any predictions for the for the game, Alex? You're fine. I know you love preseason football. Jags, Raiders, who you got? Well, not only is it preseason football, which I love, but it's two incredible teams. Your two favorite teams. The Jags and the Raiders. Mm-hmm. What a, who needs the Super Bowl? When you have this game in, on August 4th. I don't know. They held the Super Bowl in August, but uh, color me wrong. Okay, we'll do. Uh, but yeah, no, guys, uh, we're going to continue our series of uh, fantasy outlooks for the upcoming season. Today we have the Cardinals. Uh Kind of a strange squad. A uh, lot of kind of the golf discussion that Josh was talking about of NFL teams, in that they're very boring. I mean, they're kind of exciting. They got some fun players. They're just not plugged into the Redbirds like I am. You know, so now you're a Redbirds fan? No. Yeah, I forgot. I you're, you're a straight up uh, still a Buccaneers fan for now. I mean, this is the time, really. You do need to start planning out your next team. That's true. Because I mean, That's you're true. you only have. 
so long left. But yeah, this team, uh, eleven and six last season. Yeah, before Tom Brady retires, I, I just assumed you knew <laughs> that. Only years before he dies. Yeah, well, Josh, uh, Josh, you only have so much longer to live. Uh, but yeah, this uh, Cardinals team. Uh, I remember uh, COVID year twenty twenty started out pretty hot, uh, went cold down the stretch. Uh, this team last season started the season seven and zero. Dropped. Yeah, they were out last year too. Yeah, yeah, and I, this, that's what I'm saying. This season, hot to trot. Yeah, this last season started out season seven and zero. Dropped a game to Green Bay, I believe. That was a Thursday night game uh, with that bonkers uh, Russell Douglas interception, and from there it kind of went a little haywire for them. So seven and one, they won their next game uh, against the 49ers. Big loss to the Panthers. Um, big. Uh, Win, win, three losses, a win and a loss to finish the season at 11-6. and six. Um, From a fantasy perspective, I mean, Kyler Murray did miss some time. Uh, you know, obviously, you miss a couple games, uh, started 14 games, uh, 24 touchdowns, 10 picks. Uh, but those rushing numbers are always good. Um, I know we've talked about, like, Jalen Hurts a lot, Kyler Murray. These guys are ranked pretty high for me, Josh. Where do you got Kyler Murray ranked this year? Uh, I I have him as my QB three, I think. Yeah, that's pretty much where I have him, I believe, as well. Um, but I mean, there's been some weird stuff with this team. Deshaun or uh, DeAndre Hopkins is suspended for six games for I'm, PEDs, right? I, yeah, I think it's PEDs or possible PEDs, something. And then as of today, uh, they made that big trade, obviously on draft night, to get uh, Hollywood Brown into town, who was just arrested for speeding, speeding like 126 miles an hour. I know it's you know he was driving that Porsche more than 100 mile an hour in a 45 fast. mile an hour zone. So that'll that's a ways a ways over. Um, but yeah, I mean, obviously, I don't think he's going to miss time for that. I mean, obviously we're, you know, last season we had, you know, a situation with uh, the Raiders uh, where someone was speeding and it didn't end well for anyone involved. Obviously no one was hurt in this uh, scenario. So I, I don't see Marquise Brown missing any time. Um, so right now we've got, you know, they did, they made some moves. Chase Edmonds is gone. Um, Christian Kirk is gone. Signed that huge deal with Jacksonville. Um, Starting the season, you're going to have Marquise Brown, Rondale Moore, Zach Ertz. Those are going to be your primary pass catchers. Uh, of any of these guys, Josh, are you taking any of them in your first three, four picks? Uh, no, probably not. No. Um, where's the highest? Where's the highest you're taking? You're taking Marquise Brown at this um, juncture. I can't remember where I'd probably have him ranked. It, 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 I have him in the mid twenties. Yeah, that's probably where I put him too. Yeah, I mean, he could be a value um, if he goes, you know, fifth round or something. Yeah, um, I think there is a lot of upside there with him. You know, he and Kyler Murray were played college ball together, and I think uh, mm -hmm. Murray wanted him there. So yeah, you assume he's going to be a target, especially those first six games with Hopkins out. Um, but yeah, I think he's probably, I'd have him probably ranked a little higher than Hopkins just because of the suspension. Yeah, obviously. Um, yeah. but you know, I think you have to temper your expectations just given how that's probably going to play out, uh, once, once Hopkins gets back. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's the thing. He's obviously going to be right now. You'd project him as the number one wide receiver for these six, first six games without DeAndre Hopkins. So yeah, I've got Marquise Brown at 26, DeAndre, I've got down at 38. 
And again, that's, you know, because he isn't playing for six games, which is a big chunk of your fantasy season. Um, so, I mean, he's going to work as the number one wide receiver for this team. I mean, there's not a lot of other people here, you know, aging AJ Green, really young Rondell Moore, Andy Isabella is still pretty young. Um, so I think that's, it puts him in a decent spot, but this is a dude who really hasn't had that big breakout season. This is, you know, three years in with Lamar Jackson, obviously run heavy offense in Baltimore. I mean, do you think that he's going to outperform what he did in Baltimore? Yeah, that, that I do think, um, because I think he's going to a better passing quarterback with Murray. Um, also just the fact that when Hopkins is out, he's probably going to be that number one target. Yeah. And look, I think the talent's always been there. He's always been sort of the Tyreek Hill comp in terms of his speed yeah. and downfield. He's, a, he's a fast. So, you know, if in the new offense that he's in, if, if he can capitalize on that, um, yeah, I think the upside's there. Yeah. It's not somebody I'm going to necessarily reach for, but I'd be happy to pick him up if he falls to me kind of around his ADP. Well, I mean, yeah, because I mean, last year he did have career high in yardage, went over a thousand by eight, you know, so not crazy high, way more receptions, way more targets than the previous seasons. Did have a career low in touchdowns with six. But yeah, I mean, you've got six games as the number one wide receiver. But again, we're talking about a guy who had, you know, multiple seasons as pretty much the primary receiver. And well, I mean, Mark Andrews at the tight end position in Baltimore, probably more considered the primary target in that team. But as far as primary wide receiver, yes, that's that's where he's sitting. But yeah, I mean, I've got him down, yeah, at the 24 spot. I don't love him. I don't hate him. I think Kyler Murray can, can work the ball around and, and be perfectly, you know, do a decent job with, with whoever he's got at this juncture. This is a good football team. I mean, this is not a bad football team. But it'll be interesting to see what they do without, um, you know, without DeAndre Hopkins for, you know, a good chunk of the season. Um, as far as these other guys here, um, Rondell Moore would be my next guy up. I've got him at 47. Um, another really, really fast speedster dude, but also small. He's, you know, a smaller dude. Um, had a somewhat fun rookie season. Had some, you know, made some plays here and there. He was not obviously, you know, there, you know, he wasn't going to be a huge part of this offense. One touchdown, 54 catches, only 435 yards. Alex, do you think Rondell Moore is able to make a jump as probably the number two guy? I mean, you'd think probably in the slot, AJ Green probably outside, but probably is the number two option. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know that I have as much, <clears throat> excuse me, confidence in this offense as, as a whole as you do. Uh, what year is it for Rondell Moore? This will be year two. Two? That's right. Yeah, That's I believe really last year was his first season. Young. Yeah. Uh, possibly. I mean, I have a, going back to, I have a question for you, John. Mm -hmm. You're the fantasy expert. You've won a lot. What, what's your take on, you got a high ranked guy like DeAndre Hopkins, who's going to miss six games. What's the value? What's the highest you take a suspended player like that? Uh, I mean, so six games isn't obviously you've got still would have a lot of value for. Yeah. I mean, again, I have him currently ranked at, I believe, where did I have him? 38, I believe. Mm -hmm. Yeah, 38. I think that you can draft him. I, I wouldn't go any higher than, like, the fifth round yeah. for a dude that's going to miss six games. Like, because, I mean, you got to remember, like, the fantasy season. And, again, everyone has different 
you know, when their playoffs start versus this versus that. Um, six games is a huge chunk of your season. I mean, DeAndre Hopkins is obviously a super talented wide receiver, but if you're taking him at your four spot or something, you're missing out on probably a wide receiver that can actually help you win games early. I mean, if you mess yeah. up that spot and you lose four of those first six games, you're you're going to have a tough... So obviously you don't want to sacrifice the first four picks, which yeah. are probably, for most of us, going to go... Two wide receiver, two running back. Yeah. In some Most likely, yeah. Or wide receiver, running back, running back, or something like That's that. That's what I mean. Yeah. I'm out of the order. But. Yeah. But, um, again, yeah, 38-39 ranking for him. But, like, there's guys around there, right? I mean, Brandon Ayuk, Alan Lazar, Drake London, guys who, again, I probably shouldn't have to Do say this. Do you think Hopkins this year has enough upside to take fifth or sixth? I don't think anybody would say draft him first or second. I think but. he does, absolutely. Yeah. I, but, I mean, he, if he drops, if, if you can get him later than that, if you can what? get him 8-9, you're getting a steal. 30, 31? Uh, yeah, he's been in the league for, how long has it been? It's been a while. He's not He's, he's not a young cat. 29, yeah, yeah, he's going into his 30 season. But, I mean, he's also doing, he hasn't played, you know, last season it was 10 games. With the injury, so I mean, it's you know, there's injury concerns now. Then this situation, so I mean, right off the top, I mean, you're only going to get if he stays healthy. You know what is it? There's 17 games, so 11 games out of him. But he's obviously a super talented wide receiver, and I mean, if you can six back, I think he could be a huge boon for you. But obviously, you're going to have to stash him on your bench for a good long while. And I mean, six weeks. Yeah. So, I mean, that's, that's a tough call, but yeah, I wouldn't take him anywhere, anywhere above, honestly, six for me personally, but he, I mean, he may fall further than that. You know, it's, it's possible, but again, these other wide receivers, I don't love much higher, honestly, Brown being the top for me, honestly. I mean, Rondell Moore could be a fun steal in the back end. AJ Green's done. Like, he's, that dude's cash. Like, oh, yeah. it sucks. He's one of the greatest wide receivers ever played a game, but he's... But he's had a good long career. Yeah. He's, a, yeah, it's been good, but as far as fantasy relevance is concerned. But, I mean, 848, three touchdowns last season on 54 catches, but that was with 92 targets. Yeah. So, and that interception that Russell Douglas had in that first loss, like, AJ Green looked like he was completely, like, I, I don't know why, that was a weird, weird... Uh, set of circumstances obviously I was very happy with it but um yeah there's not a lot to like as far as other wide receivers on this team but Kyler I do think can make the best of it like I said I'm not going to drop Kyler in ranking because of this situation because you got to look at you know we talk about the rushing upside for these dudes and that is something you know obviously the you know the yards weren't as high as they were previous but 423 yards and five rushing touchdowns in 14 games, and that was only on 88 attempts. So I think that those numbers will go up. Moving on. Uh, running back situation. Uh, weird running back situation. So James Conner comes to town last season. James Conner's still only 26 years old. It does feel like he's been in the league a lot longer. Um, obviously, Chase Edmonds was there. He is gone. Chase Edmonds is gone. They have signed Daryl. Daryl Williams from Kansas City. I never know if it's like Darrell or Daryl. I feel like I always say that one wrong. But uh, Daryl Williams, we'll just say that for now. Daryl Williams from Kansas City, one-year one year contract. Um, pretty decent amount of guaranteed money for him. Um, he's 27, you know, um, pretty much a primary passing down back. I, I would see him being the primary back, primary backup, rather, to 
uh, James Conner. And Conner last season was Conner last season. If you got him at the right price, could you know possibly a league winner? I yeah. mean, the yardage not you know obviously the best in the world by any means. Two hundred and two attempts, seven hundred fifty-two yards, but fifteen touchdowns. Another three touchdowns through the air. Now, whenever you hit that super high touchdown mark one season, obviously I think the carries go up. Chase Edmonds is voiding 116 carries. I don't think Daryl Williams gets to that mark. But carries are going to go up. Do you think that James Conner can come anywhere close to that 15 touchdown mark? Uh, obviously, you get those. I'll, I'll yeah. say it this way. I'll take the under on, on that yeah. because I would expect some regression there. But I do like him. I mean, he finished just the RB5 last year uh, and half PPR. Um and that was with Gaskin you know, in the mix. So, yeah. um, you know, I thought he was older than that. Uh, so that was a little surprising to me. But, yeah, I mean, if he can stay healthy, that's always sort of been a concern with him. But um, I have no reason to think that the volume offs, the, the increased volume won't offset the probably decrease in touchdowns uh, next year. Yeah. It's just on a regression alone. Well, I mean, that's the thing. I mean, the snap rate's good, so that's that's obviously a thing. And, and honestly, in the passing game, you know, not, again, three touchdowns. So, you know, if that's really good for a running back, not obviously in those, like, cool, you know, Christian McCaffrey, Alvin Kamara levels, but an 80% snap rate for a running back who is was pro football folks' number one blocking back, and I believe they're number three in uh as far as target share 37 targets or 39 targets 37 catches that's pretty you know pretty solid uh number there so i like i don't see him really leaving the field all that often he didn't last year i don't see any reason for that to happen this year but he came to town last season because really injury prone pretty much every season was pittsburgh there was that first big one that was like kind of fun and then there was the Le'Veon bell leaving town season which wasn't great but then it all kind of fell apart with injuries and stuff like that. So he did kind of come out of nowhere. Like, I wanted no part of him last year. Yeah. And then he ended up being a very, very, very solid back. And, I mean, just with the touchdowns, obviously, were huge. But he did add a lot in these, like, some of these games with the receiving numbers, especially in the back end of the season, he was putting up pretty decent reception and receiving yard rate. And all of his touchdowns came in the air from week nine on. So, like, again... And like 77% of the snaps, 82, 82, 91. I mean, he was on the field a lot. And obviously Chase Edmonds was hurt in the back end of the season. So that does, you know, have some effect on that. But Chase Edmonds is gone. I don't really see Daryl Williams coming in and totally taking that role away from him. So, you know, I'm I'm not 100% sure. Obviously, anytime you see dudes score that many touchdowns, you're probably going to see that number fall to a much more, you know, sometimes even crater. I mean, Dalvin Cook a few years ago last year didn't, you know, and injuries and stuff like that happen. But, I mean, it's it seems like to me that Connor's going to have that every down roll. Um, possibly doesn't. Obviously, you know, we're still, obviously we're the first preseason game right now. But I don't think I that... I'm missing it. I know. I guess I can't believe it either. Like I turned uh, down the TV and everything. My controller, the batteries are dead. They literally died right at the last second. Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't think that he's going to totally fall into fantasy irrelevance if Daryl Williams does take on a passing role. I mean, like, like how far do you think he'll crater if that does happen? If that snap share goes from eighty percent to sixty forty? 
Um, yeah, it's hard to say. I, I guess I my concern with Williams would be more sniping the goal line carries from Connor um, and, and taking on a lot of that passing work. I mean, I guess I really don't didn't pay a lot of attention to how much he was involved in the passing game when he was with uh, Kansas City, right? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think yeah he could steal a lot of those targets, mm-hmm. but like I said, I'd be more worried just from the goal line standpoint. Um, that's yeah. going to reduce that, that. Yeah, the 15 touchdowns that he got. The goal the line back stuff makes him the. I mean, compare. I guess I believe Jonathan Taylor was the only person last year that had more carries inside the five. Um, 26 to Connor's uh, 16. Um, probably one of the more go-to goal line backs, you know, yeah. one of the dudes who's just very capable of getting in from short yardage. So, I mean, that does help. And uh, Kyler Murray's only attempted one QB sneak in his entire career. So clearly they're more interested in using a bigger back down there. At least Cliff Kingsbury is, who is obviously still the coach of this team. But, you know, I, I think that he still could be an asset. I think that he could actually be a very big asset. And again, it, it, I think it will be those touchdown numbers, but I do think he's going to have way more carries this season. Not, you know, it was 202. I think he can hit that 260, 270 mark without Chase Edmonds in town. Um, yeah, right now, with that, you know, I think that, honestly, the only thing that would really hold him back is the injury thing, which, I mean, again, we've talked about it already. A lot of injuries over the years. Uh, rib, heel, ankle, back, toe, quad, blah, 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 blah. And that's just from 2020. That's just from, you know, two years ago. So, I mean, nothing really like, you know, that would be the only thing that would make me fade him, I think, honestly. Um, Josh, where do you have uh, James Conner ranked? Uh, I have him as my RB. I'd put him as my RB14 right now. Yeah, I have him at 15. But again, at that ADP, I mean, it could, you know, really could. I mean, you could get another steal out of him, honestly. I I got him behind DeAndre Swift, Joe, you know, obviously uh, Javonta Williams, uh, Kamara, those guys. Um, Like, there are other guys I like better who aren't getting as much hype. Travis Etienne, well, Travis Etienne is now beginning to get a lot of hype. But um, I still like him a lot. I think that he could be a really solid, really, really solid fantasy back. Again, temper your expectations with the touchdowns, but I think he could be great. Darrell Williams, I'm fading entirely. I have him in the mid-60s. Yeah. I don't have him ranked. Any thoughts on Darrell Williams? No. Yeah, no, I mean, no. he just see he, he exists, and he seems like a good guy, and he had got a million-dollar contract, and most of it's guaranteed. So take your money, dude. It doesn't seem like he's really there to uh, do, like, a complete, like, timeshare yeah he's just there to basically be a good backup Mm -hmm. well you know that's the thing i mean yeah i mean it's again like the chase edmonds thing chase edmonds is in miami right now that that backfield's a mess like i don't know who's coming out on top of that uh and we'll talk well yeah we've already done miami but have we done Miami? yeah we have yeah we have we have done miami but um and, and, like, again, this, yeah, there's really no competition. Eno Benjamin, you know, there's just really no competition here for me that that would make me want anyone other than this dude. Obviously, you'd imagine Daryl Williams is the guy if, you know, an injury happens, if you want to handcuff. Because, I mean, he, this dude potentially going in the first round, possibly going in, most likely going in the second for uh, James Conner, which, I mean, compared to last season, is a big, big jump. But... 
you know, we'll have to wait and see on that one. Um, yeah, right now, 14, 15 for me. Obviously, there could be some changes with that uh, moving forward. I liked him a lot more a little while ago. I'm beginning to to lose a little bit. But, I mean, these wide receivers being out, if Marquise Brown is forced to miss time with this thing, I don't see that happening. But if something like that happens, I mean, they could lean on the run game a lot more. It was just speeding, right? Yeah. It wasn't like drunk driving. Yeah. Well, I, again, I don't know all the ins and outs of that. But, yeah, I would highly doubt he gets suspended. My last comment on Carter, Connor, is, you know, he just seems like a really safe guy to, mm-hmm. to pick up. I, yeah. I think his range of outcomes is, you know. But where did you have him listed on your item? Item is 14. Yeah. Our so where would you draft him? I mean, Where do you think would be the your... The highest you would draft them at. This goes for both deals. Round two. Yeah. yeah. I wouldn't take him in round one. No. But I think... I don't see him finishing much further than RB15 in the worst case scenario. Yeah, I don't either. If he stays If he plays the whole season, I think that he absolutely can finish in that, you know, right outside of the top ten. Yeah. Obviously, if the touchdowns continue like they did last season, he could easily finish inside the top ten. And on my, you know, in those first couple rounds, that's kind of what I'm looking for. Uh-huh. I'm looking for what I can expect from a guy that I'm not, you know, crossing my fingers. I'll take my flyers later on in, in later rounds on, you know, kind of like ETN or something. Um, it's not quite clear what he's going to do. But, yeah, that's my last point. Yeah. Well, we will move on. This is a, like this is just really we're really doing this. This is a solid one, guys. We're we're ripping and rocking and rolling through these Arizona Cardinals. Um, we're gonna move on to the tight end spot. Uh, Zach Ertz, Zach Ertz. So I mean, a few years ago, this dude was in conversation as top three fantasy tight ends. Obviously now, not as much. But honestly, I still have him uh, ranked pretty high. Like I said, I, I have him as my number ten tight end right now. Um, I probably will move him up above Dawson Knox before the season starts to the ninth spot. But I mean, this dude came from Philadelphia week seven. Um, so obviously wasn't in Arizona for, for long. Um, but did end up putting a pretty, you know, pretty solid stat line, 574 yards, three touchdowns, 56 catches on 81 targets. Not bad for kind of a, you know, an, an aging tight end. He's not a young buck anymore. But, I mean, in those, from week seven on, uh, had multiple top ten finishes. Uh, I believe, you know, one, two, three, four, five, six top ten finishes in that time frame. Um, you know, he's an, he's an older cat, you know. And he did, you know, have... Multiple quarterback, you know, Colt McCoy was playing some games for this team. So it'll be interesting to see him get an entire, you know, season under with Kyler Murray. But overall, only Mark Andrews had more targets than Ertz from week 7 to 18. That was 107 for Mark Andrews, 79 for Zach Ertz. So obviously he they want to get the ball to him, and they signed him to a an extension this season, a three-year, $30 million extension with 17, 17 guaranteed. So, I mean, that's one of 11 tight ends that's making at least $10 million annually. So, I mean, clearly there's something there. I, I don't think there's anyone really to take him off the field. They've got Max Williams, who I do not have ranked, uh, and then Trey McBride, uh, who was, uh, I believe, drafted this year. Yeah, in the second round. 
Um, I have him in the late 30s, high 40s right now. A guy that I'm not really all that, you know, high on. I like Ertz. Ertz is the kind of guy to me who I would like, you know, who if he does dip down, you know, into, you know, 8, 9, 10 round territory, that's when I would scoop a guy like this up. So, I mean, a lot of the other teams are, you know, the Darren Wallers, the George Kittles. I mean, I think we probably talk about this on every single episode. Those guys, I'm not as super, uh, like, I'm not, I don't want to waste, you know, high round draft picks on the tight end because I don't, that's not the way I play the game. But this guy, I honestly think could be a very, very good contributor. Um, and again, I don't expect McBride to be on the field a lot to really hack into his numbers. Um, and yet he's coming from a team you know, behind it. And I have him ranked just kind of super close to the guy who took his job in Philadelphia and Dallas Goder. Round nine. I think this dude could be like a really solid underdog fantasy tight end pick thoughts on Zach Ertz, guys. Well, I guess I'll start. With Man, you guys are like, you imagine getting a stack going with Kyler Murray and Zach Ertz. You could, you could run rough shot on this league. baby. It did surprise me when you mentioned, how many times he finished in the top 10 for tight ends in yeah. the later half of the season. Because I, I had his numbers pulled up, and he had that huge week 11, two touchdowns. Um, did score a touchdown after that. Um, but, yeah, it. my thing is he's 31 years old. Um, for tight end, tight ends don't age yeah, like running backs. So. That's, that's true. Yeah, I guess for where he's probably going, I'd probably have him ranked a little lower than you, not much, maybe tight end 12 for me. Yeah. I think there's a couple younger guys who, you know, I have higher upside. Do you have, like, Fryermuth above him? Yeah, I, I would have Fryermuth yeah. above him. See, um, and again, like, I, I like Fryermuth a lot as a player, and I don't want to interrupt you, but that, that, the, that target, that target share in those very small, small amount of time, week 7 to 18, 79 targets, I again that right there for me makes me want him very badly. Like cuz that's the thing, you know, Dawson Knox was fun. Dawson Knox had some big games. The thing that Dawson Knox didn't get a lot of was consistent targets. He could put up a big one. You know, obviously he's far more, you know, athletic, you know, being a younger tight end, but I mean Ertz for me is a, is a solid bet, but I know you are you're a Fryermuth stan, man. He's that's your he's your boy. Scary, you know? Um, yeah, I, I like what you said about the volume, though. I mean, that's what you look for from a tight end because the touchdowns are going to kind of come and go. Yeah. You know, for Ertz, yeah, late rounds, ninth, tenth round. Yeah, I, I like it. Yeah. Um, I, like I just it. think with tight ends, if you're not getting one of the top three guys, just wait. And yeah. Help. Pick up two. Um, they're basically free after the 11th round. Yeah, you can have as many of them as you want. So that's basically what I was gonna say. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, that's kind of where we're at, you know. I mean, like, and again, Alex, like, I because you you've kind of like gotten your way into some tight ends through some drafts and stuff like that, but you don't really seem to be on that like draft tight end high. Training. No, sometimes I, two years ago I had a big tight end, but that was a trade. Yeah, Travis. Yeah, you got so Kelsey I had Travis Kelsey trade. trade, and then last year I took a swing. It wasn't super early, but it was more early than it probably should have been to take um, Kyle Pitts. Yeah, um, you did get pits. Yeah, when did you take them? Uh, six or seven. Still higher than I probably needed to. Yeah. Somebody would have grabbed him. I was high in him. He didn't have a bad year. He just didn't score any touchdowns, really. Or mm. at all. Yeah, six. Um, yeah, round six. I have this, still have the draft board up with our last year's picks. So, think. you know, I don't know. Outside of the top four guys, like Kelsey Andrews, Pitts, and, and 
Kittle. Kittle yeah. Wings? Yeah, you know, I mean, I'd be happy to get Ertz at 9 or 10. Yeah. and if I, I, if I do, what I'll probably do this year is, which is swing against what I did last year and not draft a tight end until... Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm about I have all the other position players. Yeah, and for me, like I said, it's it's specifically. I, I don't see that. I like target, him better than Fryer. Yeah, I don't see that target share dropping. I don't see any of these other tight ends being on the field enough to hurt that target share. And again, yeah, I mean, Josh, you're right. The touchdown numbers, are like, oh, he's not going to score as many touchdowns as, as Andrews or uh, Kelsey, but tight end, you know, that's that's a tough position to get a lot and of he's touchdowns. Been very from. reliable for his whole career. Yeah, if you can get that, you know. Because, I mean, you're seeing the, the good weeks that he had versus the bad weeks that he had in this team. Seven catches, 41 yards. I mean, you're in a PPR league. That's a decent that's a decent amount of points. Next week, seven and 84. And, yeah, obviously the touchdowns were, you know, not all there. You know, obviously the majority of his touchdowns came when he was still playing for, for Philly. But, I mean, the, the targets are there, man. Targets are there, and I am here for it. But that's the thing. We all have our different ideas of what we want. Now, I know you like tight ends, Josh. You're a you're a tight end hound. Do you like you like them ends to be tight, 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 tight? Well, guys, uh, that'll wrap up the Arizona Cardinals. Was there any other players that you guys wanted to discuss on this team? Uh, any quarterbacks who are backups? Any uh, any other guys? Uh, Colt McCoy is still on this team, and so is uh, Trace McSorley. Trace McSorley, college football graveyard. Yeah. Talk about Jared. Jared Guantanamo Bay. Uh, I have him unranked uh, for multiple reasons, uh, Guantanamo Bay. But um, yeah, no, that'll that'll wrap that up. Uh, we'll get into some record uh, premonitions. How many wins? How many wins are you giving the Arizona Cardinals this season, Alex? Uh, Josh? Alex put his finger on his list. Yeah, so Alex goes last. Josh, who do you, how many wins you got uh, this team? What was your record last year? Uh, 11, 11 and 6. 11 and 6. I'll go 12 and 5. Ooh. Ooh. Either one in the division? Yeah. You know what? Yeah. I'll go on record. I think they will. Against the Rams and the Niners. Yeah. I mean, the Niners are going to be with a new quarterback, most likely. A young, untested quarterback. It's possible. It's possible. This Rams squad is going to be pretty good, though, I think. Uh, I am giving them... I'm going to give them nine wins. Uh, lots of... Lots of... Uh, players missing for this first half. I still think Kyler Murray finishes in the top five uh, for fantasy quarterback, but as we all know, fantasy is very different from the real game. I'll give them nine wins. Alex? Uh, I like um, the quarterback. Uh, <laughs> Do you know his name? Can you tell me his I blanked Kyler Murray. <laughs> Shut <laughs> the fuck up. I blanked on it. I'm sorry. I like Kyler Murray. I think he's a good quarterback. <laughs> I think this year is going to be a big regression, and I think Idiot coach is going to get fired. I don't know why other than vibes. They're winning seven games, and that's it. Seven games for Alex. All right, boys. Yeah, I mean, I would bet more on the low side than the high side. But I think they're regressing. This yeah. Year. I mean, the defense is still good, but, you know, we'll and see. the, the stuff other... they did with, with Murray in the, in the couple weeks ago, alienating him with the front office, I mean, I think it's just going to be a bad year. Mm-hmm. And I think I'm very high in the Niners. I think the Rams are obviously very good. Yeah, I mean, right now, uh, PFF has them as the 25th ranked offensive line unit also uh, with an average age of 30 years old. And I remember the way they the, uh, the way they played out the rest of that season last year and that playoff game, and they they made the first, the beginning of that season look like a mirage. Mirage. Desert. I know Desert. 
the desert. All right, boys. Seven and ten. Seven and ten. So we're going to finish this episode out with a little bit of fun. Uh, hopefully this time I'm able to get uh, some things that you guys don't know. Uh, Josh, I'm going to start with you. Uh, I believe you've taken two in a row now? That's right. Alex, it's this time. Uh, it's time for that hot streak, baby. I think you did win two in a row, but whatever. <sighs> yeah. So, Josh, this Cardinals team has been not great over the course of their history. Um, that is true. Now, in the 1960s, they were a pretty competitive team. Mm -hmm. And this is going to be a hard one. Mm -hmm. Who was the Pro Bowl quarterback for that team that led them through the 60s? Was it Norm Sneed, Paul Hornick, Charlie Johnson, or Dandy Don Meredith? Um, what was the third one you named? Charlie Johnson. We'll go with Charlie Johnson. It is Charlie Johnson. Do you know that one? There's no way uh, I've done that one before. That no, is, uh, you have no. not done that one. Ugh. Ah. Oof. All right, Alex. We'll I have a question you. for Josh. Now Where did the team start out? What city? Alex. Chicago. Fuck. Yeah, that one. They were famous in St. Louis for a long time, but it was Chicago. Yeah. Uh, that one doesn't count, because I know it's <laughs> So, uh, Alex, who was the first Cardinal to catch over 1,500 receiving yards in one season? Was it Anquan Bolden, Roy Green, David Boston, or Larry Fitzgerald? Larry Fitzgerald. It was Roy Green, actually, in the 1984 season. They were then the St. Louis Cardinals. Oh, my God. I can't believe I got that wrong. I know, man. That's That was a toughie. That was a toughie. Uh, I'll give Josh another hard one. Josh, who was the first coach in Cardinals history? And I'm not giving you any, any names. Uh, can I ask for clarification? Is this all time, even when they were not in Arizona? This is all time. Okay. And I feel bad giving you well, no one. Uh, I'll say J.B. Pemberton. No. Is it? It wasn't J.B. Pemberton. Is it uh, Lambo? No, it's not Lambo. Um, I will give you, Lambo did coach that team uh, for one year, but, uh, or, yeah, two years. Uh, okay, I'll give you a couple of names. That is a very, very hard one. Was it, was it Ernie Nevers? Charlie Winter, Buddy Ryan, or Patty Driscoll? Uh, I'll go with uh, Ernie Nevers. That was the seventh head coach, actually. Patty Driscoll was the first head coach. And Josh, what was the name of the stadium they played in before they moved to the dome they're in now? Um, Alex, I'd ask you not to ask questions. That was going to be your next. It was going to be your next question. Was it? Was it Sun Devil Stadium? Got it. Correct. <laughs> I was going to say that. I knew they played. Do you want to ask who the quarterback stadium. was in that team? Who was the quarterback? Of Jake that? the Snake Plumber. It sure was. All right, Josh. This is for the win. Uh, Josh, which Cardinal was NFC MVP of the league in 1974? Was it Jim Hart, Larry Wilson, Jim Otis, or Dan Deerdorf? Dan Deardorff. It was not Dan Deardorff. It doesn't really matter because you won anyway. It was Jim Hart. Uh, How did he win anyway? Because you only got one question. Right? How many did he get right? Uh, two. How many did I miss? Three. You didn't. You only asked me the well, one. The I Jake, well, then I asked you the Sun Devil one. You I got right. 
Okay, well, I mean, do you want another one? Give him another one. All right. I got the I got the Sun Devil Stadium one. All right, let's see if you can get this one. Let's see if you can get this one, Alex. In the year 2000. That's him. No. (laughs) (laughs) That was if if that had been the one. In the year 2000, which player on the Arizona Cardinals wore the number 16? Was it Dave Brown, Scott Player, Chris Greason, or Jake Plummer? Jake Plummer? It was Jake Plummer. I thought you were going to get it wrong. That's why I asked it. All right, well, that's a tie ball game. Just give Alex the point. Right. Not whatever. Josh wants it. Alex hasn't had a win in a while. I won. I win all the time. Alex looks so sad right now, too. If you guys could, if this no, is I it. won. I, you can take it away. You can steal all you want. We won't take it away. Uh, well, guys, uh, yeah, we, for all of our listeners, uh, you can follow us on Twitter at the FFCast. Uh, season is fast approaching. In fact, the season is, I guess, technically here now with a preseason game started. Alex's favorite. Um, so you can follow us on uh, Twitter. We'll have some fun with that. Um, we'd like to thank Mr. Volker from the Van Jack Hotel for our amazing theme song. You can find that on Apple Music, Spotify, all those fun places you find your music. Did I say Apple Podcasts again? Yes, I can very fast. It's funny. I like to talk fast. Uh, also, uh, great thanks to my two little Jake Plumbers, Alex. Thank you so much for being on. Ooh, baby, Josh. Thank you. Again. It's been a lovely, lovely day. And as always, keep on fantasying. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye. The final fantasy